I don't care about heredity versus environment. Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Trading Places, the funny comedy from 1983 starring Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, one minute at a time. I am Tom Taylor, and I'm joined by my two pals, uh, Mike D. Maria. Mike D. Maria, thank you. Happy, happy November. We're at the beginning of November, Mr. November. Oh, which what November is it? By the time this airs, nobody will know which November. That sure could be 2024 be. by then. Brain candy. It's, it's no. It's November 15th. Yes, Dan got the que- the pro- the the answer oh. right, Mr. December. You guys know brain candy much much better than I do. That's okay. It's fantastic. Um, oh, we're yeah, also here with uh, Dan Lewis. Dan is here. <clears throat> Dan. Hello. A couple things. I don't know if we should be giving the date. Oh, yeah, first of all, a, it's a little yeah. Like people are going to be like, wait a minute. They this. sat on this thing for twenty years. Yeah, and second of all, uh, brain candy is we we, we received a request from one of our uh, longtime listeners, uh, Mr. Will Yurkevich. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he really wanted us to do Brain Candy, and I think Brain Candy is an underrated movie, and I think that's a controversial. It has its fans. Take uh, it might not be as uh, widely beloved as I don't know. Is beloved the wrong word as Trading Places. People this is like a it. drug for the world. <laughs> right. Give worms to ex girlfriends. And then the same guy or the other guy, uh, uh, Frisco or what's his mm-hmm. name, Frisco. And the Cisco. woman comes in and he goes, Cisco. And the woman comes in and he goes, You're not a plate of croissants. Um marketing guy. That's a preview for our uh, brain candy season coming up in seventy years. Yeah. That'll be really uh, good. You gotta get time. through this trading places thing first. Uh, right. You know what though? I'm I'm oh, gonna use that please. in a meeting when somebody walks in. You're you're not a plate of croissants that you look around. <laughs> and everyone's like, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Uh, if you don't get it, you don't get it. If it's a room full of woke people, we're in big trouble. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Here we you go. You can't just call people croissants. <laughs> no. Croissant? What's that supposed to mean? All right. What minute are we doing here today? We're doing minute eight. Thank you for asking, Mike. We're doing minute eight. This is this is an exciting minute, if only because there are two people talking to each other in it, we're which we really haven't had yet. We're going now, baby. We're the, the we're pedal really to the metal. The gas. This begins, speaking of uh, gas, this begins with two men in a car, the Dukes uh, being driven by their chauffeur and their fancy car from their fancy estate. Uh, they have a brief argument about how interesting or boring hereditary versus environment is, and then they begin an argument about when to sell their pork belly holdings. And Mortimer doesn't want to hear anything about this scientific debate. He just wants to make as much money on the pork bellies as possible. Right. Yeah, Randolph reading a copy of Scientific Journal magazine. Right, uh, which is not a thing. Is that the entire? Is that the title actually? Yeah, it says scientific journal. Scientific journal, right? And they and it's like on the back there's like a J and B ad or something. Like a <laughs> yeah, it's like a whiskey right. ad. Scotch yeah. ad. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we did a test of what the effect of gin on, on people's uh, <laughs> yeah. minds. Over this the was before they discovered alcohol was bad for you. Right. It was. It was a. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. A, yeah. Trailblazing article from. They. Now, that's the masthead of Scientific American, I think, right? I kind of recognize like that as Scientific, Scientific American, American, but yeah, yeah they want to go with that. Scientific journal. Yeah, they had a little fun there. Um, this is a two things I just noticed, or just uh, one in one. I want to say the shot of the Rolls Royce shot from another car in front of it. Mm-hmm. The tracking of it is uh, the very the Kubrickian again the Kubrickian tracking mm. shots. 
I yes. Tom was going to say that too, I think. I was going to say that too. This so, reminded me of two different movies. Lolita. It's like uh-uh. the opening shots of Lolita where, where he's I, he's like driving through a, the same like kind of snowy. He's coming yeah. to like Quilty's estate or whatever. And it's all mm-hmm. snow. It's the same kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and also this whole vibe reminds me of uh, being there. Is that, it doesn't exactly look the same, but it just reminds me of being there. The big estate. Well, that's not a Kubrick winter. Movie, no. no, it's not a Kubrick. No, but I'm telling you that I got reactions. But the whole thing things. does. Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah. I would I would go with Paths of Glory also. The trench. Yeah, the, sure. The trench they're, shot. They're, they're going to, and I think it might be a little more uh, salient from the uh, point of view of they're going through the driveway on their way to the trenches, on their way to the financial trenches. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Let's course, see. the obvious Kubrick reference there to the great 1959 movie Paths of Glory, one I've of the finest it. films ever made. With Kurt, what are you saying, Douglas? <laughs> 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 and the great, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, plays, the guy. Plays the, the criminal. The guy who plays the criminal that Tom loves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Tim, Tim, not Tim, Tim Curry. No, uh, what? Ah, shit. Tim Carey. Carrie, Tim, Tim Carrey. Carrey. I want to Tim say Tim Carrey. Carrey. But it's Tim Carrey. And he's such an a social undesirable. Killing. Me. And he was in the the killing. In the too. killing. Yeah. yeah. But he's he comes across as like a very oddball character, almost like right. he would be in a Tarantino film. So way weird. before Tarantino. He's like a Steve Buscemi, like kind of just quirky and yeah, he's I, 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 different. He's a, a proto John Torturo as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah, looks right. like him a little bit. He looks like him mm-hmm. a little bit. And um I I'll also add just real quick, uh, without getting too into Paths of Glory. One of the other criminals in Paths of Glory is later the bartender in The Shining. That's oh, right, yeah. Delbert Grady. Yeah. He's also not Delbert uh, Grady. Terrell. He's a Terrell oh, the guy Blumer. that's the guy that's yeah, the... Lloyd, Floyd, Lloyd, Floyd, Lloyd or Floyd. <laughs> the guy, <laughs> yeah. he plays the uh, yeah. he's the representation of the devil. I think Lloyd. Right. I want to say it's Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, and they have that debate about where you what where you'd rather get shot in the butt or in the head. Yeah, not in the shining oh, but yeah. in Paths of glory yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right uh, well tim, anyway the kubrickian wait, tim, shot i already forgot tim 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 carey <laughs> tim carey tim carey we have to point out that he was in multiple uh columbos so thank you you have to say right, that every time you mention it. uh the only thing i wanted to add was the, the very non-kubrickian uh expo- expository dialogue <laughs> uh yeah. You know, they get right into the whole point of the movie very clumsily. It doesn't really sound like a real conversation that two people would have, but it's like, I don't want to hear any more about hereditary versus uh, upbringing or whatever. I'm this way and you're this way. And they're they're really just getting, they're really hitting you over the head with it, which is fine. It's a comedy. I mean, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And uh, those two guys, Ralph Bellamy and Donna Michi, are so fun to watch that, you know, who gives a shit, but you know. Right. One thing that might kind of save that or soften that a little bit is that uh, Randolph seems to have a very clear answer to the uh, debate over hereditary versus environment, but we don't know what it is yet. Like he's, he's we just know he's into it. We don't know. He's, he's not like he's sitting there going, I bet that if you took some bum off the street and put him in a suit in an right. office, he would do just great. We haven't um, gotten to that just no, yet. Yeah. But we might. Although we do sort of already get the sense that... Uh, because this plays out later too, that that uh, Mortimer is sort of like the not exactly nervous Nelly, but he's like you know, okay, I got to sell immediately. This is going to work out, and 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 Randolph is like, dit, 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 dit. just give it a second. It's going to be cool. That that happens here, and it happens later on in the movie too. Randolph is maybe the less impetuous, more thoughtful mm-hmm. older brother. Which is the one who says later accuses the other of saying, um, "Mother always said you were greedy." I think that Randolph says that to Mortimer. Mm-hmm. 
So like Mortimer is the one who cares a little more about money, even though they're both obviously crazy rich. White Randolph people. has a little bit of a soul, I think. Possibly. Yeah, but like a twisted soul. Yeah, <clears> it's twisted, but just by by virtue of being open to the fact that, uh, you know, hereditary, um, is less of an issue, less of a thing than the, than the the environmental constraints that we put on people. Mm-hmm. Really, going back to to, to the philosophical underpinnings of all this, where you Randolph is more of the Hobbesian take. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whereas the uh, Mortimer is more like the Jean-Jacques Rousseau kind of man is born free and then in chains. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I agree. I'm not going to check your math on that, but I agree. Or wait a minute. Good. I've got, I got it backwards. Ah, oh, Whatever. Nobody knows. Uh, Ralph Bellamy is more <laughs> of the Jean-Jacques Rousseau and Mortimer is more of the Hobbesian. Like people are born the way they are. We have a ton of mm-hmm. ingrained things that are right there on casting our fate almost from the beginning yeah. whereas you, whereas uh, which may be a reductive way to describe the the hobbesian uh, angle but works for us john jacques Rousseau, you know people are born perfect and then screwed up yeah. by their surroundings now to mike's point that randolph might have more of a soul i would tweak that and say he might not have a soul but he at least has interests outside of money which more is he more jacques no clouseau or jacques cousteau or jean jacques Rousseau? <laughs> He's more of a Jean-Jacques Cousteau. Or Paul Russo. And the other guy's more of a Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Jacques Clouseau, Hobbes. Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> Calvinist Hobbes. Is that, yeah. was that, did I just now, is that intentional, the Calvinist oh. uh, Calvin and Hobbes? I think Calvin and Hobbes are both references to Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin, I I the, philo- the Calvinist. Calvinist Calvin. Yeah, And then the so. Hobbesian Hobbes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me until just now oh, really? you said that. Did oh. I? Was everybody else aware of that? And I wasn't. Was no, I had no idea word? either. I Makes think sense. when it was super popular, somebody said that in an article sometime. So you can right. be forgiven, Calvin. but uh, we could also lord it over you too that we know it and you didn't. Um, so, I looked something up. Speaking of knowing stuff, I looked up uh, what this car is. This lovely uh, Rolls Royce. I want to say Rolls. It's a Rolls Royce. You doesn't have to look that up. That's a stereotypical. They're wearing bowler hats for crying out loud. Okay, but you have to look up that it is the 1968 Rolls Royce Phantom Five. Ghost. Wow, nice. Yeah, a '68 Phantom Five. Wouldn't you like that? One of those, huh? Calling something a Phantom added, and they got the extra the the stock market package, which gives them those little (laughs) video, those stock market tickers in the back. Is that absolute science that fiction for the time, or did people like this actually have that kind of technology it, in their cars? Oh, I don't think so. I, think, I don't was... think so. I think it looked like, wow, when you saw it. Like, how But is it, wow, be? like, man, someday I'm going to be rich and have that. Or was it like, man, that's ridiculous. That's like well, science fiction. It was also fiction, that but... 80s dot DOS green yeah. numbers. Right. Like Charming. war games. <laughs> right. Do you know what I like about how when it's always fun to see how people predict the future? When you watch oh, yeah. old like '50s stuff, the way that they predicted, like now, mm-hmm. they they somehow they they they're not able to envision some of the other trappings. Like they get the functionality basically right, but then they yeah. put it in this big wood grain mahogany thing. <laughs> like you know, like if you saw in the '50s what like TV was going to look like in the year 2010, yeah. it would be like it would, they might get the like TV part really amazing and clear and right or something but yeah. then they would put it in a giant mahogany box <laughs> right that you're they, stuck they with can't the imagine the other part of it where it's flat and it's hanging on your wall 
Yeah, or what comes out of it. Like, you know, I remember my mom, when she, she told me that when she was a little girl, she would imagine, like, what if you had a TV that you could just, like, dial up any movie or TV show you wanted? You just, like, push buttons on the front of the TV and, like, any show yeah. you want. I'm like, Mom, that's a great idea. That should happen Future. someday. And mm-hmm. look at her now. She's rich for inventing the internet and streaming video, and God bless her. Well, look, thinking of talking of looking it up, Timothy Carey, yeah. his first role was a corpse in a Clark Gable film in a Western. A corpse. Me. In a Western. Look at me. In a corpse. <laughs> and then he was part of Lee Marvin's motorcycle gang in The Wild One. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was his idea. I like Lee Marvin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Who came up with the idea of squirting beer in Marlon Brando's face, even though the great method actor himself had expressed reservations about what Carrie was up to. I think we've all had that idea, haven't we? Yeah. We just want to squirt beer in Marlon Brando's Marlon face. Marlon Brando's face. I kind of had. Yeah, take this no. Brando. He sends Sashin Littlefeather, who's not even, an, and turns out, a Native American, yeah. up, to the, up to the stage to accept the... Turns out the she's not even work. alive anymore. Way to go, Brando. Not only not, not only not Native American, but she's not even alive. Some yeah. pre-dead non-Native American. Just get the Oscar yourself, dummy. So the one I'm proud of your this, work. These, the one thing that these first eight minutes tell us about being, you know, in that elite is, boy, is it a it's a long process to get ready and get out the door, is it not? Oh my God, yeah. That, I was kind of saying that last time. Like it, it must have been the Duke's directive or idea to say, okay, every morning when we get up, we want everybody. Wishing us a good morning, greeting us at the door, whatever. Forgetting even all the like, you know, we saw with Rand, uh, with uh, Lewis, you know, getting dressed and everything, and the crumpets and the thing, and getting shaved. All the falderall. Um, that's got to be, yeah. You, you, I would, I would think that if I were that rich and living that life, there would be the days where like, God, what if I just like got up and put on? But I think this is also about. I, I think this is also just like the Victorian era elite. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously this is old, what, yeah. old money. Yeah, this, this is, is what this like is the, the only life they've ever known. The upper crust about. used to write songs about. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they write songs. These guys never. Uh, oh, the upper school. crust. Yeah, these guys I'm never finishing school. These yeah. are these are these are not the guys that wake up forty five minutes before their flight and have to throw the stuff in the yeah. bag and get fucking insane. Yeah, just punch it yeah. in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If these guys wake up like four hours before a flight, they have to rush through the people lining up and saying good morning. They have to do all the same stuff. They have to rush through it. Because their flight is in four hours. Yeah, yeah. You just fly out right. the door. You just dump the fish food in the in the thing. <laughs> right. Just run and out we'll the have door. Half exactly. the staff greeting us because we're in a hurry. Mm-hmm. We can't be ignoring that many goodbyes at once. We'll have to ignore yeah. like just half of them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I think we got our first dialogue. We, we're starting to move now. Eight minutes. There's a story in. happening. Yeah. The mm-hmm. show. I want, I want to ap- apologize for how boring this podcast has been so far. You and, and thank you for sticking with it through a uh, minute it's eight. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But the, the the movie does take a while to have stuff to talk about. I think it was last time when we couldn't record. I just since I had the the, the file open, I just started watching each minute. Yeah. I ended up watching the whole movie. <laughs> minute by minute. Minute what, by minute. You watch wow. the whole movie clicking on each minute. Yeah, I just wow. clicked on play each it. minute. <laughs> That's beautiful. Why didn't and it just... develops? It develops really fast. <laughs> It yeah. moves very fast. It picks up. Like it starts right now. So I guess that's why you have this team. clumsy dialogue is because yeah. you don't want to waste any time. You get yeah. right to it. Yeah. yeah, you get right to it. I do. Uh, we're going to talk about this kind of thing a lot. These these kind of questions are going to come up a lot, uh, and none of no, none of the three of us is going to have answers for it. But uh, you know, because we none of us are financial people or or tycoons or no, we don't horrible. play the 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 market or anything like that. 
But is there anything weird about the idea? That this is like first thing in the morning. They just got up. They're just getting out the door in the morning, and they are already debating whether or not to sell a a, a holding. You know, like is that a weird thing to do? Do you wait to the end of the day? Do you wait and see how things are going? Or is his concern is like for the rest of the day we'll not get to whatever he says like seventy. I think it's a rush. I think it's rushed cinematically. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mortimer's got pork. Uh, we got to sell these pork bellies. We're here to make right. money on pork bellies. And yeah. it's it, but it's it sets up the fact that we. He's like, hold on, let's see what. Uh, what's his name? Uh, can, Lewis. What's his name? Lewis. Winthorpe. Let's see how good he is. And he, he yeah. shows you in that scene. Yeah, he's a financial wizard, mm-hmm. or he knows his stuff. Right. And they could destroy him anyways. They would be crazy to get rid of him for over some stupid bet. Which makes me think that, you know, if they're all about making money, why would they put Lewis in jeopardy? Why would they on a bet just to be total assholes? They now take away their greatest asset. Well, again, to go to go back to Paths of Glory, very similar. You wind up putting a enormous number of troops and lives at stake and also your own your own position in the war. <laughs> yeah. for the pride of this yeah. of like of a couple of brass people that just don't want to lose face mm-hmm. yeah and they put that above they, they put that above even their face. own well-being in Maybe the there's something to that tracking shot kind of interesting another <laughs> tie into paths of glory this could in some ways be seen as a remake of stanley kubrick's paths of glory set in the financial world in philadelphia but uh, yeah a lot, a lot has happened since we've last so I was going to say, two of us have seen each other. Ran into Dan, mm-hmm. uh, saw a comedy show, yeah. debrief on that, some good stuff. Yes. Very good stuff. He brought back the the Magna Carta joke, which I think hits every time. And I think there's all, it, sometimes they don't get it, but it's a good one. I did that joke just because you were there, Mike. <laughs> I said, like, oh, you got to do the Magna Carta joke. Because we talked about it years ago, mm-hmm. and it was just a throwaway that I'd thought about at the time. No, don't throw that away. You keep that Keep that in well, the holster. Well, I don't do it very often, but it's always in my back pocket if I need it. If- so the show went well. You were in, ta- you were in Chicago for a show. Uh, I-, I was out of town. I could not join you guys, but you two got together. and, Ta- and I, gave Dan the, I gave Dan the line from Curb Your Enthusiasm and Cousin Shelley. When, 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 <laughs> when you're when, in town, uh, you call. Yeah, you I call. go, when you're in town, what do we come to New York? You don't tell me you're here. It's not cousin Shelly. <laughs> Shelly is the Shelly Berman who plays the dad. Your t- your t- cousin, uh, no, but his, his name is Shelly, though. Cousin so. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. It's Shelly. It's not Shelly. Shelly, I guarantee you. Maybe. Dear that Internet. That doesn't sound who right. Who does Richard me. Kind. Before well, we continue. It's not supposed Richard to sound right. Shelly for, it doesn't sound right. Doesn't, cousin. doesn't sound right. Shelly. No, just say. Richard Kind, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. I saw Inside Out oh, yesterday with Richard Kind. Cousin Andy. God damn it. Cousin Andy. There you go. <laughs> but if, go. But you, if you look up Cousin Shelley, it's Seinfeld. Well, anyway, Shelley Berman plays the dad, which might have been the confusion. Dead. She's mm. dead. She died. She's dead. dead. She died. Uh, so, uh, no, you were saying. Movies, but I, uh, uh, no, I was not there for a show. I was there oh. for uh, a bachelor party bachelor. for the weekend. Yeah. Right. And but you did a show. Uh, I went to the Bill Burr show on Friday night at United Center. Big, massive show, obviously. And the, the feature on that show, the guy before him that he travels with, said, Hey, I'll be at, check me out. I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge, you know, later. You know, it's like the, I think when you're coming through town playing the big arenas, you might also do a couple of smaller shows. And that might be oh, one so, of the so, so he did something show. there that night? 
Not that night. Not that night. Saturday he, he threw out the he threw out. I had told my friends at the bachelor party I was going to be at the Lincoln Lodge, and so when the guy in front of thirty thousand people goes, I'll be at Lincoln Lodge. Everybody looks at me like what? Uh, <laughs> and so it was just a small little room, really nice little comedy room though, like really yeah. kind of intimate and it's got that you know velour walls and, and you know the lots of they pack it in there and uh, oh, just cool. drinking beers. I think it was pretty fun. I think the set was start. It started pretty reasonably, and then it started pretty weak. Maybe I, and then I feel like I picked it up a little bit. No, it was okay. No, it wasn't it was weak. Pretty good. I give it a B, which is good. Which is good, good for you because you he's hard on himself. So a B oh, sure. means that and he means be. that it was good. But I like the. It was pretty good. I liked the <laughs> kind of the woke jokes, and I could be off, but he was yeah. he's in this talking about uh, when he's ordering coffee. It's like I'll take a coffee, uh, uh, no cream, no sugar. Like you want black coffee? Like yeah. I, I didn't say that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't say I wanted black coffee. Right, right. And then it goes into bagels. I remember he did this and when you were there, Tom. He did the same, the bagel joke. Yeah, been working on that joke for a long. time. When he was on the flatbed of that truck. Oh right, yeah, outside. I forgot that I had had that. It's like I'll have a regular bagel. Yeah, I'm not saying a... that the other bagels aren't regular. <laughs> yeah, you start right. to try to backpedal out <laughs> of the situation and just make it worse. That's right. It's very. It's supposed to be kind of a semi quasi curb your enthusiasm sort of situation, yeah. kind of thing. And you can get away with sort of making fun of some of the woke stuff, yeah. while while also being like, I'm I'm just trying to. I'm just a dumb guy. I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm. So that's basically the idea. Yeah, like the unfrozen it. caveman routine. Hey, I'm just a just a caveman. I'm just a caveman. <laughs> Your world scares uh, me. You know, I don't know when I when I see when I see a car, I wonder is there little wizards inside? I don't know. I'm just a caveman. One thing I do know <laughs> is that when this man slipped and fell and hit his outside the public library, he's he is entitled, entitled to three million dollars in <laughs> compensatory damages. For those out there who don't know, we're talking about unfrozen caveman lawyer from old SNL from Phil. One Hartman. of the greatest sketches yeah. ever. Written. You know, I was oh. maybe we talked about this before. I was sort of turning my nose up at Saturday Night Live during that era, so I don't I, oh. like the whole like like I, I always loved Phil Hartman, but that whole era of of SNL, I've kind of I, I never connected with. Oh, I never, good because Dana Carvey, I couldn't get behind and. I thought Mike Myers was funny oh, yeah. at the time. I they all did good stuff. I didn't love. I didn't love Church Lady really. I mean, he's. It was he, funny the first fifty Dana times. Carvey. But then it got right. A yeah, weird. I love Dana Carvey. But often that's where SNL is the worst for when it's like doing recurring yeah. jokes, and so it's like people are pleased to see like things that they're familiar with. But like if you broke it down and just like on its and made it stand on its own, it would not be that mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. You know, unfrozen mm-hmm. caveman lawyer is a is a is just an inherently mm-hmm. funny idea. Of a weird, goofy, silly, fun thing, yeah. which they don't do enough of. They do more topical yeah. stuff. So it's like they're making fun of a of a way too long cold open about like uh, this, uh, some senator said something or you know Bernie Sanders or something, and people are delighted by that yeah. kind of thing. But There's I nowhere. I would much prefer like a silly. Yeah, yeah try to connect uh, with it now, ideas. Tom. I dare you to turn it on now. See what no, see, see how I don't that accept. No, I'm I'm being I've Did gotten you? to the age where I'm being very staunch about um what I do and do not have time for to even try if I know I'm not gonna like it. Oh you have, have we, the time. Have we talked about the show Too Funny to Fail? That the the documentary? No. Have we talked about this at all? It's about the Dana Carvey show. And I don't oh, know if yeah. you saw 
with the Dana Carvey show. I saw like one the, episode and I thought it was great. It's it, they did it on ABC. Yeah. And it was going to compete. It was like an like an evening sketch show. Yeah. So the, and they let Dana Carvey have his own show, and he he was the church lady. Uh, and like so, and he did all the Wayne's World, and he could you know he was like more he was considered like a wholesome comedian. Yeah. But no one realized that Dana Carvey is like a real stand up who has lots of like stand up friends, and is probably a lot darker than anyone realizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the Bob Saget so syndrome. He hires he hires, <laughs> right. he hires away uh, uh, Robert Smigel. His head writer was Louis C.K. And he has like all these this writing staff that comes up with the craziest shit of all time. <laughs> it lasted eight episodes or something, or yeah. seven episodes, and they before it got canceled because people didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, it's too <laughs> funny to fail. Some of the shit was so weird, and oh. it's called "Too Funny to Fail." It's a documentary about the ma- about that show oh, wow. and how many people loved it and how mm-hmm. they, they they when they first saw it they thought it was great and when it got canceled they were so upset and. Yeah, yeah. Was, they had a thing called Grandma the Clown. I was gonna yeah. say Grandma the Clown. That was fantastic. That was it was hilarious. The one that I saw. Like this, just super old clown in a walker the, the, in front of these like really disappointed kids. <laughs> yeah, they're just so sitting funny. around her feet while she's sitting there and like, could you scratch my ankles for me? It gets so dry yeah, it's down really there. Good. Yeah, it's too it funny just, to fail. The life and death of the Dana Carvey show. It's really good, and it makes you want to watch the show. Yeah. And it's Stephen Colbert's like first real job. Yeah, yeah. So this is like this is like late '90s or early 2000 or something like that. Probably late early 90s. 2000s. Late 90s. Or like yeah. mid '90s even maybe. Yeah, might yeah, even maybe. Mid-90s. Yeah, even <laughs> early '90s. Who knows? But I'll tell you what. That, they like, were that, like, go ahead. They put Dana Carvey on the cover of like TV Guide or something with like Kermit the Frog and all. <laughs> like, we got this new fan- the comedy show. They had no. It's almost like no one was tracking it. Yeah. Like all the writers were like, "Uh oh, we're <laughs> people are gonna watch." We've this written thing. some weird <laughs> shit here. <laughs> yeah, they have a great sketch. Just one more. It's called "Waiters Disgusted by Food," <laughs> and it's just Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert <laughs> describing the menu items of people and not just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just waiters disgusted by food. It's so funny. <laughs> no, that was good. That that was. I don't know why you didn't connect with that era. I don't know. I was no, but yeah. Dan. So so Dan let us know he was in town on Friday. So I get it now. You just got that show late in the in the in the weekend. He's like, hey, I'm doing this it. show, and he's like, you want to come out? I'm like, what? You're in town? He's like, yeah, I got in on Friday or whatever. I'm like, so I did mm. the so I did the cousin Andy. I'm like, you don't call. <laughs> you come into Chicago. Like, well, you, you were you were in L.A. He's like, yeah, but you don't. You, you, You're like, I'm here for a bachelor party. Don't I don't have Andy's- time. Yeah, he's like, like I don't texting time. you behind your back. We're like, what's up with Dan? What the like, hell? What's going on? I go, I don't know if I like Dan? this. I'm gonna show up, but I'm gonna be. I wouldn't mean show up if it. I were in town. F him. It was nice. I got. I'm at the point in my uh, career where I can. Uh, it's not great. It's not like I'm doing great, but I can. I can hit up a guy out of nowhere mm-hmm. and say, "I'll be on town on this day," and I see that you have a show. Yeah, you have a spot for me, and here's a clip. Of me doing stand up, oh, cool. I'm from out of town, and he goes, and then, and then he goes, sure. Hey, I'm we Dan sure love Lewis. To, Make we it sure happen. love to see a clip or two on the on on the internet at, at some point. Put a clip yeah. on. Yeah. It'll, it'll do Just wonders. Wait till, for I your... get, wait till I get good. I'm not good yet. Here we go. Don't worry about it. Here we go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Here we go. What? I don't know. I'm just saying. Where, where Here we go? go with the with the. I'm not good enough yet. Just put the goddamn clip up. It's Make not about me happy. not being good. Hardly anybody is good at it. There's like six people in the world who are good at it. Okay, so just give oh, me a six chance, of them. Please, yeah. please. Speaking of which, did you see? Um, did you see? Speaking of Saturday Night Live and 
comedians. Did you see Dave Chappelle's monologue? I only read articles about it. He's getting yeah, hammered so for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I watched mm. it and I, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I don't know why everything is just being panned and everything is being. Yeah. Like it's cause it's, it's 12 people on Twitter, dude. Yeah. It's not, it's not real people. We talk to any actual person. Well, the anti-defamation and they're like, it was great. But the anti-defamation league. Also, yeah, went put out I'm a about statement to get about some it. dicey territory. Okay, I'm going to say this. We shouldn't be getting it. We should be able to talk about this. I'm going to say this Go as ahead, somebody Tom. who a didn't hear the monologue, b mm. doesn't didn't fully read the articles about the monologue. <laughs> but okay, so give us your opinion. He, okay, so the, part, okay, part of what the anti defamation league was saying is oh, they were complaining that he Let was saying speak. he was sort of half defending um, Kanye West's anti semitic remarks about yeah. the quote unquote the Jews running Hollywood. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle's note is that, like, look, there's a lot of Jews. You here. Look in the phone book in, in, in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Every I mean, job is he goes, held there's by a lot of Jews. And he goes, he goes, no, like a lot. <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of like, well, but that's the reality of is it. Is it true or not true? Okay, I, but not it, about, seems tr- it seems like about there the word, are a lot of. The trope. Right, okay. The trope of yeah. running Hollywood. That's one thing. Yeah, that's there the fact. Is at high Jewish level executive positions in Hollywood, are there a bunch of Jewish people? And the answer is yes. Right. It's fine that there is. Right. That's the other side of it that I don't understand. Uh, that's what. Why okay. Would it also, be okay that there is. That's my question. Is that a cor- okay? Given that, and again, I didn't even hear what Kanye West said exactly, but mm-hmm. uh, something. Crazy. Uh, you know, there's something detrimental about the fact that the quote-unquote Jews are running Hollywood. What does that mean? What is what is the bad thing that is happening in Hollywood thanks to the Jews? What is what is happening? And yeah, I apologize for saying like, it sounds like I'm saying something bad. It's more like they they there are a ton of Jewish people in positions of power in in entertainment companies overall. Yeah. I also would not limit it to Hollywood, mm-hmm. but the but but also the fact is it's just it's just that the fact that you repeat it is itself yeah. used as a talking point yeah. for people that also have a bunch of other bad ideas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you know what but he said? After don't that. have those things. Like for instance, the fact that lots of Indian people work at Dunkin Donuts. Yes. Is a fact that you also don't care about it, whether it's t- right for some reason. But if you got up on stage popular... and started talking about all the Indian people at the Dunkin Donuts and like yeah. complaining about it somehow. No, you can you can be a comedian the... and go you can be a comedian exactly, go up on stage. About you could right. go up on stage and do an Indian affect and talk about going to Dunkin Donuts and people will laugh. People don't find that offensive for some reason. You know, that's No, the, there yeah. is a strata it's, of who you it's can like, and that's okay. make fun of. But what he did yeah, say there is a strata. But what Jewish. he did say after, he said, well, he, he's like, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of Jews and he's like he paused he's like like a lot. And he said <laughs> But that's fine. He goes, there's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri, uh, Missouri or Ferguson. Yeah. Or the and he NBA, goes, for doesn't instance. mean we run the place. The, the overwhelming right, right, exactly. majority of people in the NBA are black people. Is that a bad thing? No, it's just right. not. It's just it's just a thing. So I don't understand what the. But it's a sound but if you, bite. If you get, but if, if you, you say, say it, it like, like it's a problem. I mean, right. a look at the NBA. It's wall to wall black people. I guess if you say it like it's a problem, do? that's what the problem is. Well, Tom, said Tom it, didn't me. see Tom didn't see the monologue. I was saying in the character of somebody See that the thing is like when, oh, okay. when, when he says that there's some kernel of a thing that is that is that we should at least acknowledge it, the, the certain fact of it, but isn't necessarily defending Kanye West. It will be read as him defending Kanye West. Which yes, doesn't, that he is. Says, but, he, but, but, yeah. but he was also 
he was also calling it like he's, he's an idiot. And he said something that was really funny. He said he's not. Well, he says, I don't know if he's mentally ill. It appears that he is maybe not well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. but he, and then he did say, he's like, there's two words in English language that when you say them together, things don't turn out well. <laughs> he goes, the first one is the, the second one is the Jews. <laughs> As they said in the community, just say the whole that's, word. That's funny. I mean, that's funny because it's, it's, a, it's a commentary on where we are right now. Mm-hmm. I think Louis if, had a bit about it too, about yeah. how you got to be careful with, I've, and I've been told this about jokes too. I have jokes where Jewish people come up, but it's not the gist of the joke. And, I, and right. I've been told, it, or it's been suggested to me, say Jewish people mm-hmm. and just don't say Jews because it has, the yeah. word Jews is a legitimate yeah. word that is also the slur. Right. Louis C.K. has the this bit about how it's, it is both the word, the correct word, and the slur at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. So it's. it's and he, he also had something funny. It was him, Chris Rock, and Jerry Seinfeld talking. And Chris Rock was talking about how he doesn't use the N word anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Louis K says, like, I used it all the time. And he goes, The only person that doesn't use it. And they pointed at Seinfeld. He goes, He doesn't use it. Yeah. And Seinfeld goes, Yeah, I never, I never used it. I never used it in my materials. But then so Louis Case, Louis C.K. turns to um, Chris Rock. He said, Can you imagine if Jerry <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld came up with a bit? <laughs> That he would use the yeah, N-word. Yeah. He said that would, be, that would be monumental. It'd be amazing. <laughs> and then they all just started like dying laughing. Change it's the like, face of comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. Anyway, yeah. the monologue is, it, check it out, Tom. It's, it's uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's masterful. It's just so yeah, okay. good. All right. That it, yeah. it's just like, ah, oh, this guy is really good at stand-up. Like, I would like to. Really good. I, it took me a little while, but yeah, I, I, I now am at the point where I'm like, because you want to be on the you want to be on the right side of things. You want to you want to be on the lookout for people being dicks or people being insane or people being part of the problem. But it does. I'm I've, I, either because I'm an old man or whatever. Um, I'm starting to be like, look, just because you're doing an article about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you don't have to put. Although Joss Whedon's a dick, and there have been a lot of stories about him, and he's you know it wasn't nice to his wife and I stuff. I have no idea what he's like talking you, about. Yeah, I'm, okay, well, okay, I get okay, the idea. Okay. I get the idea. If there's yeah. if there's an, the an article idea, about there's a new Harry Potter for... movie coming out, right. although yeah, no, J.K. Not... Rowling said the thing about trans people, you know, uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you know, it has to be included, right? Of course, it's just such a yeah. I hate that man. Well, they did say that about Gallagher because Gallagher just died. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, okay. I mean, he died. But what did they say about him? They they were talking about like how he was just like they went through his like, but then in the middle of it they said. But he did say he did go through a time when he was or something when he made a bunch of Asian jokes like they said it right in like the NPR show or the NPR story. It was like he did have his rough time after making after using Asian slurs or or making, you know, repeatedly Asian jokes or something. I'm like, Uh, what? I mean, that doesn't very uncomfortably fit into the story. But long story short, dad, Dan, starting with the coffee. The, the the coffee without cream, without sugar, and then yes. he goes into the bagels. Is very I was feeling very uncomfortable for, as a bagel lover. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like he's getting into easy, the, the everything easy. bagel. You he know, got just into the, the regular look. bagel. Every all the yeah. bagels are regular. I mean, why are you? Typical. Yeah. He did a good job with that one. That's a good bit. Keep adding train cars to that one. Well, I'll try. I mean, it's it's always a trade off of making it too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's good. Out. It's nice and it's nice and compact. Thank you. Nice. Um, I have a uh, possibly fun announcement. Go. Uh, it's time for trivia. Oh my God! With the music and everything. I know. Yeah. See, we're on the we're on the ball, and not only we're we on the ball with the music, but I found I was in Connecticut recently. Ready with, I found in my parents' basement 
It's not even a game. It's just a card set. Uh, Fox, Trivial Pursuit, Pursuit Hollywood oh, Flicks. Flicks. What year is that? <laughs> Looks like Hollywood it says Fox. Fox. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood Fox. Fox. Look at that. Look at that for one second. <laughs> get out. Get a load of Hollywood. This was, I Hollywood think, the Fox. trick they did in the movie, in the great movie Election. Oh, uh, yeah. With Tracy Flick. Oh, yes. This is the kind of what they're getting at with Tracy Flick. Yeah. Okay, now what I like about this set of cards is that it is from... It, it lives up to its name. Hollywood Flicks. It's not like cinema. It's not silver screen. Mm. It is published in 1989. Uh, and at the questions I've glanced at so far, there's a there's a question somewhere um, about uh, a chorus line, the movie. So that's oh the level my of, God. of stuff so we're Soviet, up to. So we're the do... Soviet, Union is, Soviet Union is still in place at this point. Uh, it could be. Let's just get right through it because I got a hard yeah. out. But, okay, no, so, so I might I might do all the all the questions on this card. Hang on they a don't, so there are no categories. Card. There are colors. There are no, no categories. categories. That's what I was going to ask. There's no categories. Right. There are no categories. Just the colors that you're used to. So there are six questions on a card. So let's okay. See I have not looked here. at the answers, but I might know some of them anyway. Because I'm really good at this. Directly stuff. from a jar of peanut butter during the show. It's God. empty. That's what I'm you're trying gotta to do. scrape. Oh. I'm scraping as much as possible from the sides. That's even sadder. I, I, right. If we can't even feel good about you for being doing well enough to have a full can of peanut butter, you would have to feel bad for you. Okay. Uh, all right. In, uh, what 1984 movie sees Michael Caine seduced by a voluptuous teenager? Anybody who scoured oh. the, their cable guide? Beach. For it's, a beach. Not, it's a beach movie, right? Notes about nudity. Not, yeah. Knows what oh, this is. Minute. No, I can't. And they sat through the entire like... thing for maybe three seconds of nudity. Is it the, uh, um, fuck, it was, they remade this, didn't they? I think they may have remade it like five or ten years ago. That sounds uh, a little familiar. Damn it, I know this one. I could see his face with his big smile. Uh-huh. My, my name's Michael Caine. It is in a, uh, sunny climb. It is, uh. Oh, shit, I know this one. Mm-hmm. There's a beach. It's, they're running around on the beach, too. It's uh-huh. a guy's name. It's maybe a B. No. I mean, it does start no. with a B, but it's not a guy's name. Well, I just told you. Okay. What? Well, I just said B, though. Huh? What? It's Nikita Khrushchev. I, I, not a guy's name, but the B came to yeah. mind. And then you go, all right. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go say ahead. Blame it, it on Rio. That's it. Blame it on Rio. I know. Yeah. I wouldn't have come up with no. that. But, that, so but I remember cool. it now. See? Would never have remembered the title. That's a perfect uh, question to tell you what kind of set of cards this is what that's, questions are that's amazing i can't believe i didn't get because i've been blaming things on rio for a long time <laughs> sure easy so. to do that independently i've been blaming Debauchery. things on voluptuous teenagers for a long time and michael Caine, and 1984 right. what is george burns third god movie so oh god you devil oh god oh god you oh, oh god, god you oh god you devil that is right that's then, number two. Oh shit no that oh, was it god it was god oh god oh god it was oh god and then oh god book two and then, oh God, and you then devil. oh God, you devil. Oh, yeah, so I God thought, Mike. oh God, you devil was the second uh-huh. one. So I technically did not get that correct because I was gone with a different answer. She just parrot Mike. Mike did. Okay, like good job, Mike. Oh God, you All devil. right, what movie has 007 trying to thwart an industrialist plans to become czar of the computer industry by flooding Silicon Valley, it. which does not contain silicon, and therefore they do not make... Uh, computer chips there so the movie i saw the sense. porn version of this it was silicone valley <laughs> oh nice see what i did there. i, I give you i don't know anything i'll give you a very mild that. hint duran duran had the hit theme song to that movie i remember you really don't know i thought i was giving it to you a view to a kill 
Yeah, I don't remember. No? Roger Moore. I, I didn't. I didn't get into. I don't know anything about Bond. Movie. Okay. I didn't. I didn't watch him either. Weirdos. Never mind. Uh, what knight played Zeus in Clash of the Titans? What knight? By knight, what they mean knight? like knighted actor. I don't know why they phrase it. Knighted that. actor. Okay, yeah, like Peter O'Toole. It is not Peter O'Toole. Bigger. What's the movie? Bigger, higher. It's more bigger. ridiculous. What's the he's movie? In what Clash movie? of the Titans. Bigger than Peter O'Toole. Uh, more. Uh, Kinda? Lawrence Olivier. Lawrence Olivier. It actually is Lawrence Olivier. Sir Lawrence. I couldn't. That's the only thing yeah. bigger than Peter O'Toole yeah. I could think of. See? You did it. Uh, who went from playing yeah. a tough cop on TV's Hunter to playing a tough Ooh. Marine in Death Before Dishonor? I've never read a more cool. '90s card or '80s card in my entire life. <laughs> total total wow. Cold War era. That's card incredible. Right Hunter. I don't know. Was Hunter? Is that Powers Booth? No, it wasn't Powers Booth. No, it you was... wish. Kind of got the same face though. Hunter. It was Fred Hunter. Dreyer. Yeah, he has a, he has a oh, Powers Booth sort of look to him. A little Fred bit. Dreyer. What else? Was there one more? Oh my gosh! Who? Uh... Oh, weird. Who played a drunk in Hoosiers and a Texas toy manufacturer oh. in Black Widow? Not the Black That's, Widow um, of Marvel, but uh, yeah. what's his name? Oh God, P- uh, he's in uh, Easy Rider. Yeah, it's uh, it's Velvet. Uh, it's... It's uh, Nike commercials. Why well, yeah. can't I think of his name? Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Dennis Hopper. There you go. He ends up coaching. That's right. Go, give up. us one more card. One quickly, come on. Let's get right through it. That go, was it. Go. No, that was it. Trivia. That was trivia. There's only one card? Give us another card. Tom. Another card? Oh, yeah, okay. we want to go. Okay. Okay. Another card. Let's do it Let's quick. All right. This time is speed I got to put round. that one back in. I got Okay, speed round. You each get about half a second to answer. Okay. No, just come on. Got it. What magazine does Michael write for in The Big Chill? Oh, uh, uh, New Yorker. No, People Magazine. What 1986 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie did USA Today dismiss as crude, (laughs) crummy, and full of carnage? Feh. Terminator. Raw Deal. Raw Deal. Never saw it. What movie required Grace Jones to spend four hours a day for six weeks putting on makeup? I'm going to say, I'm not looking, I'm going to say Vamp. If I get that, it's a I'm Dolph smart. Dolph Lundgren movie. Probably. Vamp. No, it was Vamp where she's a vampire. Nice. Uh, what actress Jesus. starred in Witness and Top Gun? Kelly oh, McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Uh, what suspense flick Witness stop swelters it. with lines such as, there are some men, once they get a whiff of it, they trail you like a hound. Jeez. That's hot. Oh, if you think about it, you'll get it. I mean that's oh, true of anything. I don't know. Oh, it's uh, uh it's uh the the summer rental. No, no, don't, don't <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it's Cat, it's Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Kathleen Turner. Kathleen. Body oh, heat. Yeah. Body heat. Oh yeah. Lawrence Kasdan's body heat. That's good. Uh, what lanky British comedian played Sheriff Langston in Silverado? Lanky, lanky. British comedian. He's a python. I'll tell you that. John much. Cleese. John Cleese. Oh, good Very job. Good. good job, guys. Right. That was trivia. Good right. job, all of us. We all win. Great job. Yeah. All right, I got to go. All right. All right, guys. Hard I'll out send... for everybody. See all you next right. time. time. Thank you all. What, what minute is this? Good. What's this the name minute? of the show? Mark Mavora. Trading Places Minute. That was Minute 8. It's a trading place. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For, oh my Damon God! We have to thank our patrons. We'll do that thank next time. Right. Wouldn't even know if they're Hi still everybody. there. I don't think they're there anymore. <laughs> poor people to death. Captain America. Mark Campbell. I, if Damanon, if you hear the sound of my voice, Damanon Garza, <laughs> Damon Garza. become a patron once again. <laughs>
Join our circle all right. once again, damn Thank on. you one and all. We apologize okay, for letting goodbye. you die in the basement. Goodbye. Bye. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.